Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. The Master's Voice is available on audio and video platforms. Simply look in the description box and you can be directed to find me on platforms like TikTok and Instagram and also podcasts like Apple Podcasts, Spotify and SoundCloud. I'm also available on alternate video channels such as BitChute, Rumble, and Brighteon. And there is a Spanish translation blog and channel by the name Canal Profetico La Voz del Señor. So always look in the description box and you're sure to get a short idea of what each video you're watching is about, as well as places that you can follow the Master's Voice Prophecy blog to get the most updated information about what the Lord God is saying. Today, by his grace, I will attempt to finish two very recent prophecies. One of these prophecies has just come now at, it's nearly four o'clock here in New York City. It's about five minutes to four o'clock. And this prophecy was just given to me by the Lord about 20 minutes ago now on August 3rd, 2023. And the Lord expressly said that this is the prophecy that should be made first. After this one, there was a prophecy that I received yesterday, the same, same time as I received the Patriot Act message, the completion of it. And so let me, let me go in order. Today's prophecy is about Barack Obama. It is expressly brief, but I've written down all the things that the Lord has said, especially the old prophecies that concern this man because America is still in a quandary about this man. I'm aware that not everybody watches the Master's Voice Prophecy blog, even though at a future time, nearly everybody will. At a future time when people need answers, at a future time when, as God has said, when all the expectations of the American people have been defeated. So when America is now in that time period that I have been prophesying for many years where God says, you will not get a single thing that you want you will not get a single outcome that you expect. You will not get a single outcome that you're pushing for, rooting for, and voting for. At that time, when the nation is very much lacking answers, then I've seen that many people will come here seeking answers, but unfortunately, they will be expressly behind the curve. Many things would already have gone into play at that time, and it would be a very difficult time period for people who begin to seek answers at the end of a thing when they should have been keeping up at the beginning. Today's prophecy is called The Rise of the Beast, and it is dated August 3rd, 2023. And... As I was preparing to make the other video that I thought I would make, the Lord began to lay on my heart about presidents. And he began to tell me, my daughter, presidents can die. Presidents can die, is what God was saying. And what he started with was not what is written here, but what he started with is going back to that trusty story about Noah. Noah, the Old Testament faith-filled man of God. Noah the saint who was advised by God that a great judgment for sin was coming. The sin at that time was that the entire earth had corrupted itself and that people were mating with angels and people were doing every single form of evil that filled their hearts and mind continually. And God came to his friend Noah, who was perfect in his generation, who didn't have fault in God's eyes. And God was letting Noah know that the end of the known world and the end of times as Noah knew it and Noah perceived it had come up before God. So the end of all flesh 
so to speak, had come up before God, and God shared discourse with his friend Noah, prophetic man, and gave him instructions on how to preserve out of the earth what God wanted to save. And so when you read these Old Testament stories, if you're reading the stories and you're not reading the stories with an American filter, which is usually a filter of lies and poor teaching, but you're just reading the Bible and you're allowing the Bible to speak to you and tell you what the Bible itself means, what the Bible itself is saying without any false teaching interjecting with that, then what you can see is that God doesn't take an interest in the parts of a thing that are sick and defunct. So false teaching will tell you that God loves everything. God loves everybody. That's what false teaching will tell you. False teaching will tell you that, oh no, but God loves all and God will always forgive sin. And those things are just blatant lies because God has killed a ton of people historically. He has not loved them. He has not forgiven their sin and he has sent immediate judgment on them. And at times he has pronounced a judgment on them and told them this judgment will never be removed. God said that he would never have peace with the nation of the Amalekites. And we know that he meant it because there's not a single Amalekite descendant living today. These are an extinct people. They were pursued by this judgment of God that he pronounced upon the bloodline until it's documented in history that they were an ancient people. Another group of people who were ancient, meaning that they don't have descendants living today, are the descendants of Philistia. God told David that these people are my eternal enemy. And it is a proven fact through scripture that God's eternal enemies don't usually have children walking around on the earth today that can say, well, he still had mercy on me. So God spoke to Noah and told Noah to prepare that the end of all flesh had come up before him and that he, God, could find nothing in the sick and perverted world that was before him worth saving except eight people out of many known hundreds of thousands living at that time, perhaps even one or five million people at that time. God said that he had looked among the multitude, excuse me, please, and he could find nothing worth saving except Noah's family and the animals. And so Noah set about building this boat in complete obedience to God. But the aspect of this story that the Lord pulled like a thread upon my heart today was that presidents can die. And he said to me, Celestial, what happened to the presidents in Noah's day? Did they continue? Were there any kings on the boat with Noah? And I was still listening to this pearl of wisdom that even though I've read Noah's story a ton of times until today, this aspect that there were no kings on the boat with simple farmer Noah, that there were no presidents on that boat with him, that there were no senators, there was nobody from the House of Representatives, there was nobody from the judiciary, there was nobody from the GOP or the other P, there was nobody of importance because God saw no value in them. And he said to me, my daughter, there were no kings on that boat. There were no presidents on that boat. And that is because presidents can die. And here is what he said, and this part is written down. Presidents can die. Presidents do die. They get old and they die. They take sick and they die. They eat poison and they die. And very often, at America's request and command. The CIA kills presidents and they die. 
And the Lord began to lay on my heart how many nations, when they hear this word, will feel a particular sourness in the mouth and a piercing of bitterness in the heart, especially older people. He was leading me because older people have been along, been alive long enough, and they remember when their countries were forming their independences in what we now called, I, I call it old modern history, meaning that it's the stuff that happened in the past 50 years, not part of the current cache of history that we are building now. And the Lord was laying upon my heart how when I spoke this word, that presidents die, they die naturally, and sometimes they get sick, unfortunately, and they do die, they get assassinated sometimes. But then very often in this world, presidents lose their life because America says that they should not live anymore because those presidents are standing in the way of American interests with gold, such as the president in Libya, or the president is needed to be a patsy and a scapegoat, such as the president in Iraq. And America will shape the narrative, and America will decide which presidents can continue if they serve her national interests, and which presidents need to receive private or sometimes overt visits from the CIA, and they also, though they are presidents, they die. And the Lord said, America, both your presidents will die and you will have an abrupt regime change that topples the nation briefly into chaos before it is brought to order sharply by the beast. Now on this channel, I've already spoken that the man that the Lord revealed to me, calling him the beast of Revelation 13, is none other than ex-president Barack Obama. So the Lord is saying that both American presidents will die and America is going to have an abrupt regime change. And if you're living in this so-called free and fair republic and you hear the Lord say that actually America is a regime, that may be a shock to you because everybody insists that America is very free and democratic. And yet God also insists that America has been constantly and almost throughout her history controlled by what he calls the unseen hand. This is a hand of power that operates outside and behind the curtain, away from the eyes of the people. It is this hand that decides foreign policy. It is this hand that decides social policy. It is this hand that determines financial policy. It is this hand that has been serving Satan for almost as long as this country has had her freedom that actually controls the nation. And God says that once the regime shifts position abruptly through the loss of two presidents that will die, America might get off track for a while and briefly experience chaos when these things are happening, but the regime will be brought sharply back to order like a dog on a leash by one that God calls the beast. The next thing that he said is the new world order, this is the NWO basically, is crowning and nothing will stop this birth. The time has come. Prepare for the beast system of Revelation 13. Crowning is when a woman has been laboring and laboring to bring forth her child and the process is ongoing and she's been pushing and receiving encouragement and going through all those labor pains, all that sweat has to be going somewhere. There is no woman on this planet who wants to push and labor and receive nothing at the end of it. She doesn't want to hear that the baby's not breathing. She doesn't want to hear in the middle of the process that there are complications. She doesn't want to see the doctors and nurses looking extremely worried and beginning to whisper. No woman in the midst of the birth process wants to see that. 
what she wants is to hear that the baby is crowning, that the baby is actually now visible to those who are expecting that baby. And God says that this beast system that has been working so hard in the background and yet has been leaving little droplets and clues of its existence across so much of American history. And every time those things come up, people deny it. And every time those things are prophesied, then people say, it couldn't be, not in our country, land of the free and home of the brave. Well, finally, the new world order is pushing forth to visibility. And on this channel, the Lord says that the first shot across the bow happened in 2020 when we saw the implementation of a brand new system, a brand new system of decrees, policies, mandates, laws, and immediate publications that had full strength of laws and yet were not laws. We saw all that in 2020. And he says that that was the first time that the new world order stretched itself and made its presence visible to America. And still most people did not perceive it but it is now crowning and nothing will stop the birth. So the new world order too, if you were listening to what I just said, is also invested in the fact that as it has been pushing and as it has been working and as it has been putting many people to death and silencing all the whistleblowers who were trying to blow the whistle so that the whistle could be blown, keeping things under wraps because they were not yet ready to be seen they are also fully vested in the fact that nothing should stop their birth. Hence this proclamation. The time has come. Prepare for the beast system of Revelation 13. And here are some of the things that you can expect and none of this should be new. Search and seizure. This is having your home searched, your car searched, your person searched, having anything that you possess that can be used as evidence to prove a crime that may or may, may not ever be explained to you what you are being charged with. You may never be formally charged with the stuff that they're going to search your house for, your car for, your person for, your phone records, your bank statements. Basically, you might end up in the new world um, system being one of those people that we have seen periodically on TV where the cops come and the FBI come and we just see them coming out of your house with tons and tons and tons of boxes, all your stuff, your tax records since you turned nine years old or whatever the case may be, they will come and cart it away on live TV. And there will be a small ticker tape thing that says, suspects apprehended or suspects house being quarantined or something like that. Search and seizure will take place without any problems. The next thing is unlawful detention. People being arrested, you will not hear your Miranda in this system that is setting itself up. So don't look to two weeks from now or two months from now as the Pop-Tart prophecy people do. I bring the prophetic video out and then a week later they will come under the video and say, but so-and-so is still alive and such and such didn't happen. Prophecy happens at the, de the time that God determines. When you see dates on these prophecies, they are the dates that I receive the prophecy, not even the date that I'm making the video. Sometimes I receive the prophecy in 2015 and I'm making the video in 2022. The date that you see on every prophecy, no matter where you watch this material, is the date that I received it and wrote it down by hand or typed it up in my journal. So with unlawful detention, people will simply be picked up 
you may or may not hear what you're being charged with. And if you're looking to see if this happens in the next two weeks or the next two months, God is actually talking about how this iron spider, how this iron um, system of government is going to work. And the way that it's going to work, if you're perceptive, is that its power will come from crushing laws. The beast system is this prophesied by Daniel that will operate under a king who will think to change the times and the laws. So the beast system is going to find its, the reason that it will be able to terrify is because there won't be certainty. Citizens draw comfort from certainty, but when certainty is taken away, like it was in 2001, 9-11, then citizens have no certainty. And as I said in the prophecy explaining that, God said that the reason America acquiesced and agreed to give so many of her rights away in 2001 is because she was so afraid that even though you have a, st a status here where this is what you do, this is what you know, and you would never do this other thing, you would always do A, you would never choose B, when you suffer blunt force trauma, such as the fall of the towers were, then God said you can be very easily coerced and very easily intimidated, threatened, and told if you don't do this, who knows if there's a second attack coming tomorrow. And very soon you in Congress and everyone else will move over to option B, which is a new way of living. That's how the Patriot Act was born in the first place. And now God says that since option B was destroyed and we all agreed to go and live in option B, Option B is now about to get its blunt force trauma and they will do things and say things and put things on TV until people are filled with fear like they were in 2020. And they will agree to move to option C, which is the actual beast system itself and not a proxy. So unlawful detention will simply be a part of that, that they pick you up with no warning, they pick you up without telling you what it is for. And then he said that it can turn into indefinite detention. You can get picked up and that's the last day your family will ever see you. They'll be showing your picture to the news agencies that might be brave enough to report the story and saying, this is Jared. And the last time that we saw Jared was in 2025 and we have not seen him since. And we've been asking for information on his case. But the problem is that Jared doesn't have a lawyer Jared was never given legal counsel, and we don't even know what our son is charged with, and we haven't seen him since. They came to the house, and they took every stitch of belongings that was Jared's, and we don't even have anything to remember him by except this photo that was in his father's wallet at the time the police came. Indefinite detention, taking citizens and keeping them for however long it takes without being told how long it's going to take. There will also be no legal process. God says that people will not be given a lawyer and a trial in the beast system. It's going to be unlawful detention. They pick you up and then they keep you and then you don't get to see a lawyer and you don't get to argue your case in front of a judge. There won't be time for all that. And um, I've shared in many of the old prophecies that even if you are given a trial, it will most likely be this famous phrase called a kangaroo court. The judge is biased against you. The jury has all been bought. Everybody has come with a tomato to stone you if you say anything about defending yourself. And so it's all a sham and it's all a joke and there's no point, but you know what? They'll convict you in that situation and then still tell you that you did have a trial. The Lord, the Lord said that this thing called stop and frisk is coming back. 
This was strongly fought in many of the major cities where it was piloted, this stop and frisk law where you can just stop people on the street and say, we want to check your pockets, we want to check your bag, we have reason to believe. And a lot of people said that the law was tilted because the police had a lot of reason to believe that it was mostly African-Americans and people of Latino descent that they had a suspicion that they wanted to check. And so they said it was, it was, it had devolved into racial profiling. And so it was summarily removed. Well, it's summarily going to come back. And the last thing he mentioned as one of the signs of this new system is indefinite monitoring. And it was so strange. It comes in two forms that he made me aware of. One will be a wiretap. So they might detain you for a while and then tell you if you're lucky, we suspect you of this and you might be able to say, I surely am not one who does this, I promise. And then they will say, well, we're going to see that you don't pose any future threat. So we may not be able to find anything now, but then to guard against your potential of being a future threat, we're going to implement some monitoring. And so what I saw is that they will be able to put some kind of tracking and tracing thing on your electronic devices. This is on your your laptop, your cell phone, your tablet, if you have one, a pager, if anyone is still using one. But I saw something else that was so curious. I saw that there will also be indefinite monitoring through an escort. And an escort will be something like a very bulky six foot three man called Detective Flanahan. And Detective Flanahan's job in life will simply be to follow you around and not give you any privacy. It's a kind of gang stalking where instead of them trying to hide it, you will be introduced to Detective Flanahan and told that he is your escort and he is here to see that you are not a problematic element for the government. And so you'll have a person that will probably just leave you alone only to shower and have breakfast. But this man's job will be to shadow you. And from what it looked like, this person will be paid to shadow you for as long as is necessary. I don't know if they will use this type of expensive resource of a human being on ordinary people or if they're going to only reserve it for tormenting political um, opponents and high-level people, but that is what I saw. It can happen through a wiretap, low-level, that means it can happen to anyone, and then a human being can be assigned to you to basically intimidate the living daylights out of you forever, if that is what is decided. The next thing the Lord said is just one blunt statement that I wrote down in caps, Barack Obama is the punishment of America. So if you are wondering why America will be punished, that's because America is Mystery Babylon of Revelation 17 and 18. She is the nation with the defiled cup of fornications and perversions that has called all the nation to stagger by sharing her drunkenness, her transgenderism, and many other things with them. If you want to know the sins of America, it will take you a very long time to work through all the prophecies of the master's voice. But you can go to the Sin series and see God listing out there quite a few things that I have never heard in my life until they were revealed to me through prophecy. The Sin series is where the sins of America are listed and they are revisited in almost every prophecy that is brought. The prophecy you're listening to is called The Rise of the Beast, dated August 3rd, 2023. And here are some short phrases that I was receiving from God as he was bringing me into the knowledge of these things. A bloody rule, a bloody ruler, Paul Pot in disguise, 
extremely cunning, extremely paranoid, extremely deadly and manipulative, sharing power through a series of rulers before consecrating all things in himself. This man is Barack Obama that God is talking about, saying that it's going to be a bloody period of rule when this man comes to power. So um, a bloody rule, a bloody ruler, Pol Pot in disguise. I discussed this Pol Pot aspect in the prophecy that is called communism in America. That's part of the In America series. I will leave the links for these things below. Just a moment, please. The Lord described Pol Pot in that um, prophecy saying that this man was um, extremely paranoid, that he saw enemies behind every bush and every light pole. And um, he started off by specifically targeting his political enemies, but then at, as his paranoia grew, he began to expand his targeting and his mass murder and false accusations and false trials first against the enemies, and then against the enemies' families, and then against the enemies' friends, and then he eventually unbelievably widened it to whoever he felt was supporting the enemies, and that means that his lens went from being very small to actually focusing on the people of Cambodia, which is where he was the leader. And just as God says, extreme paranoia and extreme cunning becomes extremely deadly, that is exactly what happened in Cambodia. And God says that the same thing will happen here, that Barack Obama is extremely cunning and very paranoid. And in the prophecy that is called Ready Player One, I spoke about how the final beast system that we're going to see is going to have just this one man sitting at the top like a massive blight upon the nation of the United States. And he is going to extend his self and extend his rule over the world. And one thing he's going to do is that he is not going to allow anyone who knows the backstory of how Obama became Obama, any, anyone who knows anything about him, no matter what people think they know or feel that has been exposed so far, he's not going to allow anyone in the, in the political atmosphere to survive. Because God said that this is an era of live streams if you, if you have a political ally and that ally knows more about you than you're comfortable with and you don't treat that person with kid gloves, if you don't treat that person with respect, if you don't treat that person well, it's very possible, the Lord says, for a person to put the phone on and say, today is the day that I'm going to live stream to 6 million people who are in my constituency, 6 million people who follow me on Twitter. I'm going to give you all the skinny about what I know about so-and-so high-ranking political person. When people try that thing in, in the United States, they usually don't get past the first live stream, and then the tape always disappears. So the Lord says that the beast is not going to tolerate anyone being able to do this. He's not going to tolerate anyone who can bring out information on him. And so God named uh, Kamala Harris, God named uh, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, and Donald Trump, as among many who are going to come to a short, sharp end once Obama doesn't have any use for them. And God says that this man is going to share power through a series of rulers. And if you actually go and look in Revelation 17, it's written right there that the earth is going to come under, finally, at its final estimation, it's going to come under the rulership of only 10 kings. And there will come a time in history when all those 10 kings are going to hand over their power to the beast. 
and they are going to hate the whore of Babylon, who is the United States. And it says they are going to tear her to pieces. So God says that in the end, this man will consecrate all things into himself. Now, what does Revelation 13 tell us about the beast? It tells us that he's going to declare himself to be all things. He's going to be the ultimate political leader, the ultimate social leader. He's going to say that he is God. So if we trust prophet Daniel, and I certainly do, prophet Daniel said that we would be looking out for a man that Daniel called names like son of perdition and man of sin. And this one would be the kind of person who crowns himself. And this is what God said again, that Obama is the kind of man who crowns himself. And I was given a very faint picture, not easy to see, very faint picture of Barack Obama basically sitting at his eventual coronation that he's been waiting for after all this um, intrigue and all this palace back and forth and, and working behind the scenes. A, a picture of a man sitting at a coronation, almost like a child sitting at a, a long-awaited birthday party, and they bring the crown on this pillow as usual, the white pillow, and, and the thing is there. And usually the crowning of the king is supposed to be done by some other dignitary. So someone is supposed to take this crown and put it on the head of the person who is being crowned king. But he couldn't wait. Um, whatever was said was said. And then he took the thing and put it on his own head. And he grinned with such a wild, wide and satisfied smile, like a child who expects everyone to applaud him at his birthday party. And so these are the names that you can find uh, throughout scripture. And if you want, you can listen, or if your past teaching fights against it, then you don't have to listen. The kind who the kind who crowns himself, this is something that the Lord just said today. But in scripture, these phrases have been used for one person. So there's not five people. There's not one who is called the son of petition, and then another who is called the man of sin, and then another who is called the king of fierce features who understands dark sayings, and then another called antichrist, and then another called beast. There is only one person coming that is going to trouble the nations and cause the blood of saints and dissenters to flow. Just a moment, please. We're just expecting one reign of terror from one beast system with one head sitting at the top. So if you're new to the Master's Voice Prophecy blog, the prophecies concerning Barack Obama are these. The Assyrian, the man of sin. In the Assyrian, the Lord basically showed how he is going to judge this man. And I saw Jesus basically pick this man up and roll him up into a ball and fling him into a far country. Exactly the kind of judgment that the Lord gave Shebna, the scribe who exalted himself above his station. In a man of sin, that prophecy is a very explicit and blunt one. And God was talking about how the coming of Barack Obama is going to coincide with the chopping up of the Church of Jesus Christ. So the Church of Jesus Christ currently holds the view that there will be no chopping in their future. But Jesus Christ holds the view and has shared here in this prophetic word that when this man rises to power, blood will flow in the church and he will hack the church down to its smallest size ever, God said. His church 
that he is the owner of, not the church who considers itself the owner of itself. God who owns the church and his son Jesus Christ, who is the head of the church, has said that the church will be cut down during the reign of Obama to its smallest size in history. And that the church will have to learn how to become very dexterous and very smart and know how to hold its tongue and know how to pray in its heart and not go parading everywhere and saying, I'm a Christian, and so what? In many of the prophecies, God has said that in the beast system, if you are the kind of person who can't even learn how to practice wisdom and shut your door before you pray, and you know that your child hates you for one or other reasons, or your child hates God and is a professed atheist, and you go to pray or call onto your God during the era that he says that during um, the time of Barack Obama, men shall not call upon the name of the Lord. That will be the law. The daily sacrifice, the Bible says, will be taken away. So the daily sacrifice is not sacrificing sheep or goats. The daily sacrifice is actually lifting your hands to the Lord and giving him the worship of your mouth. The Bible calls it the sacrifices of praise. The daily sacrifice will be taken away and replaced by very strong orders around the world that men should pray to no God except the prescribed God of the new world order. This is all religions. No one will be allowed to pray to any recognized God except the God who will de be declared the God of the beast system. And we all know that at the end of all things, Daniel said that someone is going to stand in the temple and declare that he is God. And so in the man of sin, God was saying that the church will be forced to learn wisdom, will be forced into hiding because it will be cut down to its smallest size ever. And it will have to become like a very skillful child playing on the monkey bars so that it doesn't lose all of its limbs. Another prophecy is called the 44 honeycomb and bouquet. And in that prophecy, um, years ago, God showed me that Joe Biden was going to win the primary. And at the time the Lord showed me that Joe Biden was going to win the primary. Joe, Joe Biden was the last limping donkey in, in the free for all of people who were in the democratic side. So he didn't have a shot. Mr. Bernie Sanders was far and away the clear winner. He was leading. A lot of other people were leading Biden, and he was just there limping at the back. I think he was ranked 25th or 26th at the time I received this prophecy in April 2020. But God said, pay attention to me, Celestial. Joe Biden is going to take this primary, and he's going to win. And when he comes in, he's bringing two people into the – there will be two people coming into the White House with him. And one of those people was Barack Obama. And so I obediently wrote down the prophecy. Another thing I saw was how when Biden went on the campaign trail, America would light up because America would be treated to a man that we all thought had retired. We would see Barack Obama back on the campaign trail. And who can deny that when the race got going on the Republican side, the actual candidate campaigned for himself, but on the Democratic side, Lo and behold, a person whose name was not on the ticket, Barack Obama was seen all over the United States campaigning for Joe Biden on his own. And America was warmed in its heart to see the familiar face of Barack on his own and also with Joe at many campaign stops. And they were saying, Obama and Joe, Obama and Joe, exactly as God showed me in April 2020. So almost everything in that prophecy has been fulfilled, except one thing that has not yet come to pass. I saw a honeycomb on a timeline. So I saw a honeycomb on a timeline ahead. And then behind the honeycomb, I basically saw 
a dead body in a sack. So the honeycomb was hanging first on the timeline and then further down the timeline, a dead body in a sack was hanging, a cocoon. I said it was just a cocoon, but I could feel dread and discern inside that cocoon was a dead body. And the Lord said, that is how it will be when this man comes in. There will be a period of sweetness. I'm just bringing out the prophecies from memory at this time. The period of sweetness, a period of enjoyment. America will feel that she's gone back to her utopian age and she's gotten just what she wanted. And these are just people who are deceived and don't know what death looks like simply because it's saying, I believe the change. People without discernment. So there would be a sweet period. And then after that, I saw that the manufacturing in the country basically died. I saw that America just went into this horrible period of decline. Factories began to close and a lot of things will close because in another prophecy where I, I think that prophecy is called, if you see something, say something. God says that Obama is going to be all about this new green life. So all this fossil fuel business and everything, this man is going to usher in an age that is going to hype up the fallen angel technology. So they'll tell you, oh no, your house doesn't need anything that uses electricity anymore. Your entire smart house is going to be run by this little green crystal. We're just gonna plug that into the wall there and this crystal will power the entire house and please never touch the crystal because the crystal has been found to hold 600 billion watts of extreme radiation. This is an alternate power source that you are not familiar with. Please never touch the power source after it has been placed to the wall and covered with this protective radiation shield. If you ever break it, you and your entire family will be quarantined because you will be radioactive. So the Lord said that he's going to basically shut down industry as we know it and bring in an age that is using green power, alternative power, different power. And so that is what I saw, that America's production and manufacturing, which is already limping, fully died. And it also became a time when death was stalking the land. Another prophecy is called a proud boaster. That prophecy is very old. It might be all the way from 2015. And God was saying that America, you sat there and this man spoke proud words against the most high. That is what that prophecy is about. It's fulfilling the part of the Bible in Daniel chapter seven, where it says, and the little horn was speaking proud words against the most high. And the part of revelation 13 that says that he will speak proud words against the most high and all those who are in heaven. So this man has said many things on record and at his coming, people were calling him the Messiah. Newsweek and Time Magazine were carrying pictures of him with a halo around his, his head. And um, Oprah is on record as calling him the Messiah and things like that. And America basically lost their mind. And the Lord said that you stood there and this man stood on that blue carpet that he gave his speech and you did not discern that he was mocking that blue sea that blue azure um, surface that is before the Lord's own throne. And he has exalted his tongue up to heaven. So that is what that prophecy was about. A very old one when God first began to unfold and reveal who this man is. And then in the prophecy, Ready Player One, the, God, the Lord says that um, the beast is a single player only, that he does not tolerate rivals and that he will stand alone and he will eliminate all his rivals. And perhaps you can now understand why this prophecy started with God saying that presidents can die. They do die. They might get old or they might get sick or they might eat poison and die. 
The last prophecy concerning Barack Obama is called an iron yoke for America. And that is simply a prophecy talking about a brand new form of government that will come to America that she has never seen before. And no matter whose visible face you are seeing when that form of government is setting itself up and giving us new rules and new ordinances and separating all the states by borders, taking away the money and implementing a social credit score system and punishing us if we do bad and things like that. Behind it all, there sits only one player. And that is the prophetic word, the rise of the beast, August 3rd, 2023. May the Lord bless you and keep you. These prophecies are one and the same if you know how to truly listen to and discern prophecy. They are the same thing always. And so until I see you again, God bless you and goodbye.